Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Rise and shine, everybody. Happy NFL game day. Welcome to the Early Edge presented by BetMGM. I'm Grace Remington. We are breaking down week four of the NFL season. But before we begin, please like this video and subscribe to the Sportsline YouTube channel. If you are listening after the live show, please subscribe to us wherever you listen to your pods. Let's take a look at how we did last night for college football. 11 and 14 overall so slight loss on the day chip shout out to him really saving us here going six of seven on his picks long story short college football is wild man it is really hard to pick but boy is it fun and we're going to turn it around with a winning day today so let's bring in the crew we got rj white we got berg Betts, and we got matt snyder a quick rundown here for the viewer. We're starting with the top storylines of the day, looking at the early slate and afternoon slate. Then we will give you our best bets at the end of the show. So let's look at these one o'clock games, guys. And uh, Matt, we'll start with you. You're looking at the Bengals, a two and a half road favorite at the Titans with a total of 41. Bengals coming off that must win Monday night game. Titans, on the other hand, coming off a 24-point loss. The question we're all asking here is how healthy is Joe Burrow and what can this offense do while he's seemingly limited? But what are you looking at here? Yeah, exactly. And that's where I wanted to, to kind of hone in was on Burrow's health. He does not have an injury designation for the first time this year. He had full practices all week, even with the short week. So that leads me to believe he felt really good after Monday. And he dropped back a lot of times Monday, over 50 times. He had 49 attempts. That's the fourth highest in his career in the NFL, even including the playoff games. So that, that tells me that both Burrow and the coaching staff are very comfortable with how his calf feels right now. Looking at a Titans defense, which is very stout against the run and not so much against the pass. So I think we're going to see a lot of Burrow passing attempts today. Maybe a little foreshadowing for my play. Oh, a little tease. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, quick note. I found Burrow is 3-0 and against the Titans. Meanwhile, Ryan Tannehill is 0-5 against the Bengals. So we'll see how that one plays out. Bob, moving on to you. You're looking at the Vikings, another road favorite here of 3.5 points at the Panthers with a total of 44.5. Vikings are really interesting. All three of their losses this season are by one score. And we know last season they famously – went an NFL record 11-0 and in one-score games. We always talk about regression in sports betting. This is a prime example here, although I don't think we like expected to fl this to flip so abruptly. Uh, but what are you looking at here with the Vikings? 
Yeah, you took away some of the things I was actually going to talk about to, to oh start this off, but <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's very difficult to back up uh, either team currently. Both teams, like you said, 0-3. Panthers being 0-3 might have been anticipated. Vikings do for some regression, but maybe not 0-3. We did not know this was coming. But despite being 0-3, I think Carolina's defense is rather fisk- frisky besides all their injuries. Uh, for today's game, Miles Sanders, Jonathan Mingo, linebacker Frankie Lubo, all questionable, along with Xavier Woods also being out now on top of all their other injuries they have on the defensive side. Um, Bryce Young is going to get the start today. He was out last week with an ankle injury. With Young starting again, the only way I could look at this game is the Vikings. I know it's kind of gross, especially with how the Vikings have been performing. Um, but since Kirk Cousins took over as a starter in in Minnesota, the Vikings are 12-3 and three straight up and 10, 5, and 1 ATS against the spread on the road, covering 66.7% of the time. Even though they're 0-3, the line continues to move in the Vikings' favor. It was at 3.5, jumped all the way up to 4, 4.5. There was a 4 at Caesars this morning. Now I see four mi- minus 4.5 all across the boards. And I just think that the Vikings still have the better offense. They're, they're averaging 421 yards of total offense. I don't think that the Panthers could just keep up with them offensively. I would have liked the Panthers more, even though they burned me last week if Dalton was the starter. But um, I'm just not sure I could uh, back uh, the Panthers' offense with uh, Bryce Young returning. And then you had a trend, too. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Um, Yeah, this leads right into RJ's. Since uh, So RJ's going to talk about the two uh, two 0-3 teams. So – this has only ever happened four times since 2013. And when those 0-3 teams meet and there are away favorites, the, uh, the away favorites are 4-0 straight up and they're 3-0-1 against the spread. Okay. Um, yeah, that's what you want to look for when the matchup on the field makes sense, but then you also have some historical data to back it up. Love that. Thanks for the find, uh, Bob. And uh, you mentioned, RJ, so you're on the Broncos at Bears. Wow, we are so lucky to get a beautiful game like this. Uh, Denver, a three-and-a-half-point favorite at the Bears with a total of 46. Another little history note for you guys here. Both teams coming off losses of 30-plus points. This is only the fifth time in the Super Bowl era we've had a matchup like this. So we are truly blessed with a rare occurrence on CBS today. But RJ, what are you looking for in this game? Yeah, the look ahead here was Denver minus two and a half. Both teams were awful. Denver's defense is about as you could possibly be giving up 70 points, yet the line moves up um, for some reason. It's probably due to the beat up Chicago defense, but it's not like Denver stops anyone either. Their defense allowed 14 touchdowns and two field goal tries in the last 21 drives. And those five that they got stops, three of them I think you can throw out. End of the half was one of them. Turnover on downs when Dolphins had 70 points was one of them. And then uh, just a running out the clock thing for Washington at the end um, of their game um, that they were just trying to tick the clock down. So defense is doing terribly. Their offense, if you remember that Raiders game in week one, they just there was so few drives in that game because the, the Raiders defense is bad and Denver's offense just executed three yards, four yards of play up all the way up the field and was running these 10-plus play drives. Um, so they only had six drives in the game and they scored 17, 16 points and lost. I think they're going to try that here um, and have success against Chicago. I don't know that they're going to go for the big play because they don't need to. So this could be an interesting spot where the game is a little bit closer than people think because there are fewer drives than people expect. And I expect Chicago to score on this bad defense too. So strange that there's two over and three teams are laying more than three on the road. You mentioned the trend. I don't think four games is indicative of a trend. You can really see anything today and it wouldn't surprise me that a Vikings line is tipped up to five in some places. I know 
know Bryce Young is, is considered worse than Andy Dalton. I was saying it myself last week. He apparently had a really good week of practice, really showed some leadership, and, and I think had the team buying into him. Interested to see if he takes a step forward against his very bad defense in that game um, and keeps that one closer than expected to because you talk about that trend. I mean, you should be typically not laying more than three on the road, you know, when you're 0-3. So be interested to see um, uh, what happens in these games. All right. Thanks, RJ. And a reminder to everyone listening, uh, if you're a new customer on BetMGM, you can sign up today and get $200 in bonus bets. Super easy. Just place your first wager of at least $10 and you will receive the $200 back instantly in bonus bets, regardless if your bet wins or loses. But you have to use the bonus code EDGE200. That's E D G E. 200 for your $200 back in bonus bets. Now, before we get into that four o'clock slate, a quick word from one of our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, getting into the 4 o'clock slate now. RJ, starting with you, we got a divisional game with the Chargers laying 6.5 at home, hosting the Raiders. This total set at 48. And do you want to highlight some line movement here with JG ruled out in concussion protocol? Yeah, so the uh, look ahead was four and a half on on the Chargers, or four actually on the Chargers. Um, it, it hovered around four and a half and five most of the week when there was questions whether he would play or not. He got ruled out and only really dipped up to six, didn't really make that big of a move. And then we got word this morning that Aiden O'Connell, the rookie, was named the starter. Now it's up to six and a half. Um, it seemed from that four to six and a half number, you would figure there would be a lot bigger, ju- um, you know, dr- uh, dr- jump in the line because he's worth more than two and a half points. I know he's not considered a great quarterback at this stage. He's definitely a lot better than those backups, and he was executing the offense pretty well. So I think this line moves a little bit small, um, you know, because because of the drop off there. It may be balanced a bit by a plethora of Chargers injuries on both sides of the ball. You go from Derwin James to Joey Bosa to Austin Eckler to Mike Williams. It's this very beat up Chargers team. And it's just hard to trust them as big favorites anyway, that that they um, that they just find ways to, to keep games close and and play less uh, play worse than expectations every week. Um, so I would kind of look to the to Vegas here just in that matchup. But I would need seven and a half to play him because I just expect the quarterback gap to be a lot bigger than the line has made out so far. I'm just curious, RJ, and hopefully I'm not putting you on the spot here, but how many points would you consider Jimmy D in your power ratings? If it would have been a Brian Hoyer, a veteran that we knew what to expect, I think it would have been four. Um, with Aiden O'Connell just not knowing what's going to happen, I'd pump it up a little bit more. So okay. at the look ahead of four, I'd say, you know, eight. And then if you go to O'Connell, nine maybe. Okay, that's good to know. Okay, Snides, coming back to you, you are looking at 
Patriots at Cowboys with Dallas, a five and a half point home favorite. That total now at 43. What a weird start to the season they've had because they went from being the best team in the world, Super Bowl bound, crushing the Giants and Jets by 60 combined points and then losing to Arizona. So just another typical Cowboy season, right? Kind of a Texas theme, isn't it? Anytime Texas is good at the start of the year, Texas is back. Now the Cowboys are back. You know, look, that's a bad loss to, to Arizona, but now they're coming home. They were Their defense was so good in the first two weeks of the season. Now, granted, some of that might have been the offenses they played, but the Giants shouldn't be awful offensively, not nearly as bad as the Jets without Aaron Rodgers. So I feel like the Cowboys' defense is due for a good game here as they come home against what looks like it might be a lackluster Patriots offense again. Uh, I just What caught my eye was that the Patriots team total 17-and-a-half kind of feel like with that little extra half over the 17, I, I was really leaning toward the under on that one because I feel like the Cowboys defense is going to come out for blood after, uh, frankly, I would say getting embarrassed by the Cardinals because the, the Cardinals offense doesn't look like it's going to be that good. And uh, they just didn't play that well last week, at least considering what we think the competition should have been. And Bergwitz, I love that you're staying in this game, but you're looking at the other side here because we got Zeke's return to Dallas. So what do you think this is going to do for him? Yeah, I'm not usually a prop guy, but this one caught my eye, as I imagine it caught everybody's eyes. Um, you know, in Zeke's, in Zeke's return to Dallas, his rushing yards are set at 27.5 minus 120, and his rushing attempts are set at 7.5 minus 110, both currently on MGM right now. Uh, last weekend, Zeke had 16 carries for 80 yards against the Jets, so it was probably in, in preparation for his return to Dallas today. We know he's, he is not going to get the bulk of the carries. He's most likely going to get a good chunk this afternoon, however, just for, like I said, his return to Dallas. Dallas does have, have a very good defensive line to stop the run. They limited the Jets to 64 rushing yards who have better, uh, younger running running backs. I mean, Dalvin Cook is not that young, but still he's better than what I think what New England has to offer. So I think we'll see an uptick in uh, Zeke's usage today, especially in the red zone. So I'd be looking over at both his rushing yards and attempts today. Yeah, he has been more efficient than Ramondre Stevenson, as you said, resulting in an e increase in his usage. Uh, revenge factor there for him. Bill Belichick also seeking his 300th career regular season win. So a little extra motivation on that side today. We are moving on to our best bets next. Uh, but before we do, another word from one of our sponsors. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. Taylor Brands is simplifying the business journey. From launching and managing 
To grow in your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner from launch to success. With Taylor Brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place. From LLC formation to bookkeeping, invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account, Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, taylorbrands.com slash Sports. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash CBS Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. Our colleagues over at Galazzo are absolutely crushing it. Remember, you can watch their shows on the CBS Sports app or cbsports.com and Paramount+. Plus. Let's get into our best bets now. Matt, I am sorry you are miserable. Matt, today, RIP to the Cubbies. <laughs> But it is the last day of the MLB regular season, so we got to turn you into happy Met. We need happy Matt. The Mets aren't happy either. We need to end the season with a winner here. So what you got? Well, I'm actually excited because the playoffs are right around the corner and the Cubs put the dagger in my back around Tuesday. So I've had a few days to recover there. Um, I'm going back to that Bengals game and I'm going back to Joe Burrow because, uh, again, Titans have a very good run defense. So I don't think the Bengals can lean on Joe Mixon so much. The Titans have a porous pass defense. It looks like Burrow's calf is feeling a lot better. I think he's ready to have his breakout game for this season. 265 and a half was the passing yards total last time I looked. I love the over in that. I think he's determined to show everybody that he's back. I think we're going to look see about a 300-yard passing game in this one from Burrow. I love him. I think this is a good spot. Uh, then I have one baseball play. Sorry for the people who only like the NFL, but this is going to be quick. Tigers, this game looks like neither team is motivated here from the outside looking in. Both the Tigers and the Guardians have been eliminated from playoff contention for quite a bit, but – Miguel Cabrera, one of the greatest players in baseball history, is retiring. This is his final game. They had Miggy Day on Saturday to celebrate him and his family. The Tigers won to eight nothing. After the game, manager AJ Hinch said, "We've got one game left, and quote, it is the most important game of the year." Eduardo Rodriguez is starting for the Tigers. Their ace. He asked for the ball in this game because it felt so important to him to pitch Miguel Cabrera's final game. He means so much to so many players on that team. They're going to be playing like this is their World Series on the Guardians' end. They've already celebrated Terry Francona. They're on the road. And if anything, they all love Miggy too. So this money line is not near high enough for me. I would have gone up to minus 150 on that on the Tigers. I looked at a Miguel Cabrera hit prop. It's in the 250 range, so I don't know if we want to go there, but I would not be surprised to see him get uh, a ball on a tee for him here in his last game. I love that. We got a lot of picks today where, like, the emotions are playing a factor. But especially when you get to the end of the baseball season, like, so many things can be an edge. All right. Thank you, Sniper. Uh, Berg Betts, you are donning your Tiger Red on a Sunday. You got it. You're going to the AFC East battle between two undefeated teams. What do you like here? Yeah, before I get to that, I saw someone in the chat said, "Is anyone did anyone take the Falcons Jags under forty three and a half? If you if you were a Sportsline member, I posted that a couple days ago. I am currently that's why I had the game on the background. I posted oh. under 40, 43 and a half on the site. So yeah, there you go. So someone is on them with you if you're on them as well. So yeah, Dolphins Dolphins Bills. Uh, everyone knows my, Miami comes off that seventy point showing against Denver. 
Denver maybe have maybe has the worst defense in the entire league, allowing 458 total yards per game. The Dolphins also play the Chargers, who currently have the second worst defense in terms of total yards, allowing 450 per game. Buffalo, on the other hand, has the second best defense in terms of opponents' yards per game, allowing 253. I know their competition wasn't as great either, but I mean, stats are stats. Uh, this will be by far the best defense Miami has played yet this season. Uh, the Bills will be able to get pressure from the edge to make it, to make it uncomfortable for Tua like they have in the past. So obviously getting pressure on Tua is going to be the biggest factor in this game to make him uncomfortable if the Bills want to be successful. Buffalo does have the offensive capabilities to match the Dolphins, just like the – just like what just like what the Chargers did against Miami, putting up 40, uh, 34 points going back and forth offensively. So in certain situations, I uh, unlike the Chargers, I think the Bills do have a better offense overall. And I will say in the last 20 years, there have been 12 teams that have started 0-3. I mean, 3-0 straight up and ATS. Those teams have gone 2-9 straight up and 3-8 and against the spread in week four. Also, since two has become the starter for the, for the Dolphins, they're 0-4 straight up in Buffalo and 0-1 and 2 against the spread in 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 Buffalo with Miami losing both of those games last year by 3 points. So, there's still plenty of two and a halfs out there at minus at minus 120. So, that's my best bet for today. Bills minus two and a half. Bob, I know you love the trends, so I found a couple of my own that match up with this play and kind of expanding on one you actually mentioned, the teams that are 3-0 and ATS, this one goes back to 2005. They're 36-48-2, and so that's 42% against the spread then in week four. Um, and then teams that are coming off a win of 35 or more points, so teams coming off a massive blowout win, are 35, 53, and 4 ATS. That's less than 40% since 2003. That's a nice sample size. So essentially, we're just fading the hype here, which I think makes a lot of sense. Yeah, um, and, I, and I know, sorry to cut you off, I know trends are like, some, some people are like, you know, trends are meaningless. I think uh -huh. they're interesting. It's just, it's just one piece to the gambling puzzle. I don't base all my plays off a of trend. I just think it's very interesting. Some people love them. Some people think they're a non-factor. But, um, you know, ever since I started learning uh, the SDQLs, um, I think trends are super, super fascinating. No, I totally agree, and I'm glad you kind of clarified that there. You always want to look at, like, the matchup on the field first, but then if a trend backs that up, it's just a little extra, like, push to make that actual play. Um, cool. Thanks, Bob. RJ, you got your trio of plays for us. What do you got? For the the spread pick, I'm actually doing a money line pick. I'm actually not just doing a money line pick. I'm doing a first half money line pick. And we're going to look at the Indy Rams game uh, and take Indy at minus 110 to, to win the first half. Their offense has not been impressed. It was not impressive last week. 3.9 yards per play, 8 of 22 on third downs. Had those long field goals that were the key. But Anthony Richardson's back, and he's going to diversify the offense. And this Rams defense has shown it is beatable. Um, the Rams offensive line had trouble against Cincinnati, and Indy has an underrated front. So I think they can give them some trouble there. Um, the, the concern for me is the Indy offensive line. They're also severely injured, lost their left tackle unexpectedly, um, and the center is also out. Quentin Nelson is questionable. But you have the mobile Anthony Richardson back there, and that mobility is key to escaping pressure when you have issues on the offensive line, and their run game is going to help them out too because their run game has been phenomenal with Zach Moss. <clears throat> the Rams were in Cincy for Monday Night Football in the late game. 
traveled back to LA, now back to Indy for a 1 p.m. game. It's just the worst travel spot you can get for these West Coast teams um, to have that kind of travel schedule there. So I expect them to start slow. And I expect Shane Steichen to scheme up some points with Anthony Richardson back and get on the board uh, and, and, and score a decent amount in the first half and win the first half line. So that's why I like Indy's first half money line, minus 110. For my uh, over-under, I went to the I, I looked at that Patriots under. I think that's a solid play. I went to the Jets team total and went under 16 and a half at minus 120. Kansas City's defense shut down Justin Fields through three quarters. I don't know how Zach Wilson does any better. He's been the worst quarterback in the league since he entered the league. Um, and Kansas City's defense has allowed just two touchdowns in non-garbage time, while the Jets offense has three touchdowns total all these weeks. Uh, Chiefs defense just 4.6 yards per play in three games despite facing Detroit and Jacksonville, a Jacksonville team that's having no trouble moving the ball against Atlanta right now. And the Jets offense just 4.2 yards per play, last in points scored per drive. Uh, They haven't topped 16 points in regulation yet. They're not going to against an elite defense. I think getting under 16 and a half uh, for their team total is pretty safe at minus 120. Then you go to the props. I like Josh Allen to go over 35 and a half rush yards at minus 120. He's had five plus rush attempts in 10 straight divisional games and over 35 and a half rush yard in 24 of his 36 games since 2021. That's 67%. Um, when those five, those um, when he has less than five rushes, he's done it eight times. All of them have been in blowout. Seven were, I think 17 points or more. And the other was essentially a blowout and then a garbage time touchdown at the end. That didn't matter. Um, this is not going to be a blowout. They're playing what's probably the best offense in the league right now. It should be a back-and-forth game. Allen's going to need all the, the tools in his toolbox to win this one. He's going to be on the move plenty in this game and probably get 8 to 10 uh, attempts, and that'll get him well over this number. You can go the over on the attempts at 6.5. I just like these 35 and a, the 35.5 because he can go one big play, and even if he gets five or six rushes, he's going to get over this number. Okay, so we are fading the team without Taylor Swift in their suites. Got it. Yeah, you guys really thought we'd make it through a show without mentioning T-Swift. Have you guys seen those props, by the way? Are you guys interested in those? No. There's so many Kelsey and Taylor Swift specials on FanDuel, which is our HQ partner. It's nuts. Um, Okay, let's get to the recap before I am run off the screen here. RJ White is on the Colts first half money line at minus 110. The Jets team total under 16 and a half at minus 120. And Josh Allen over 35 and a half rush yards at minus 120. Bob is on the Bills minus two and a half against the Dolphins at minus 120. And Matt Snyder backing Joe Burr over. 265 and a half pass yards at minus 120 and the Tigers money line at minus 125 saying he'll take it all the way up to minus 150. All right, before we get out of here, RJ, you got your look ahead line for us. You are now three for three. So you're absolutely crushing this last week. You had Philly minus seven against the commanders. I think I'm pretty sure I saw that get up to minus nine and a half. It's now eight and a half. So there you go. That was your third play in a row. But what are you looking at for week four or week five? Yeah, I'm eight and a half, nine. I think there's even a nine and a half available in that Philly game. So if, if you like the other side of it, you, I think you can get nine and a half if you want it. I'm looking to San Francisco minus three. They're playing Dallas next week at home. San Francisco is tied for number one in power ratings. And I don't think the game against Arizona is likely to change that. Arizona coming off that big win, maybe a little bit of a letdown spot for them, 14-point game. If they beat the 49ers here, and then maybe something changes. Um, but I don't think the, the the San Francisco rating changes much in that one. Um, I give San Francisco three points 
for home field advantage. They've been a very good home field team. So if this line were to make sense, Dallas would need to be tied at the top of my power rankings, and they are definitely not. They are clearly not a top-tier team after the Arizona loss. Very good defense. Still questions about the offense. Now with um, with Diggs out, a little bit of questions about the, the secondary, but but I'm not too worried about there. And the line move against New England agrees. It was seven. It's come down. It's six and a half, maybe six in some spots. Um, so I don't think people um, value Dallas as an elite team. I think San Francisco would easily be on the other side of seven against New England. So I have this line at San Francisco minus five and a half based on my power ratings. I would expect it to be four on reopen. So I think getting the three right now is a great value. All right, lock it in, folks. He is never wrong. That's San Fran minus three for week five. That's going to do it for us on the early edge. We'll be back tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern. Remember, we have more NFL coverage on the Sportsline YouTube channel at 12 noon and 7.30 Eastern. For RJ, Bob, and the Sniper, I'm Grace Armington. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you at the pay window. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road, any road, the steeper the better. Because my all new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.